July 4th isn't like Mother's Day. On Mother's Day, everybody goes to restaurants. Right. July 4th, you tend to barbecue. You tend to hang out in your house. You tend to be outside. You do picnics. It's a summer kind of a holiday. You know, it's a great day to go to a pool, go to a beach July 4th. So inherently, you'd think that more people can keep the plans they had because they're doing them outside. I don't want to share someone else's thoughts. I want to create my own original thoughts. I want to create my own original solutions. I want to look at situations and come up with my own phrasing, my own words, and do it my way. This is the John Taffer Podcast. Shut it down. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, America. I guess it's not the best birthday party we've ever had with everything going on, is it, Corey? Yeah, probably not. But even though it was the pandemic, and if my birthday was going on in the pandemic, I'd still want a birthday party, right? Yeah, yeah. I might do it on Zoom. Maybe only a few friends are going to come over who I trust have been quarantined, etc. But I'm still going to recognize that it's my birthday, and that's what we need to do this weekend. So, you know, thinking about what are each of us going to do? I've talked so much on this podcast about the first third, the second third, and the third third, and how these different demographic groups in our society are going to react to the pandemic. Well, the first third is out there. Now for the holiday weekend, I'm really curious. Is this when the second third comes out? Is this when we start to see older people coming out? Well, I don't have to hide the fact that I'm out there. Because uh, uh, And I am in that, in that third third because I'm a little older than many people listen yeah. to this show. So I'm out in my bus. We left uh, about a week and a half ago. Right. I drove to uh, uh, from Las Vegas. We did a bunch of stops along the way. We took Interstate 70 through the Rocky Mountains and, and through Nebraska. We've done a lot of posting the past week as we traveled across the country. Got to see my daughter, my, my, my grandson, and, and uh, did some hanging out in the Midwest. Now we're heading back and we're heading uh, to Utah. And we're going to hang out in Utah. Now, I must say, I'm not going into packed restaurants. I'm not even going into packed truck stops on the side of the road to get gas and stuff. I'm being extremely careful. And I feel that I'm safe in my vehicle and, and I'm, in, I'm in my tour bus, so I have a bathroom and all that with me. So I'm, I'm pretty tight in that I don't have to be exposed if I don't want to be. But we can all go out and do things. We can take drives. We can go to rural areas. We can go up in the hills. We can go out by the beach. So I'm really curious, how many of you are in the first third, second third, or third third? So I'm going to call you guys. I'm going to talk to you for a minute, and then I'm going to categorize you as first, second, or third third. Let's see what you guys are doing this weekend. Don't shut down this podcast. John Taffer will be right back. As the demand for telemedicine grows, so does the need for connectivity. 5G meets that need. Qualcomm remains focused on giving doctors and patients superior, security-rich 5G connectivity. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash inventionage. You know, Corey, I was really wondering what was going on. So we did a little question on Instagram. Yep. And we asked people, are you going to go out as planned for your July 4th weekend, or are you canceling any plans? And we got over 5,000 responses, which, by the way, Corey, when they do these political polls, sometimes it's 300 respondees, you know, right. 1,200. So a test group of 5,000 is a substantial that, test group. I would say so. 65% said they're continuing with their July 4th plans. 35% said they're not, but that's a big number. Mm -hmm. And then when you think about the fact that July 4th isn't like Mother's Day, on Mother's Day, everybody goes to restaurants. Right. 
July 4th, you tend to barbecue. You tend to hang out in your house. You tend to be outside. You do picnics. It's a summer kind of a holiday. You know, it's a great day to go to a pool, go to a beach July 4th. So inherently, you'd think that more people can keep the plans they had because they're doing them outside versus inside. But it's an interesting time. And I've said on this show for months that there's the first third, the second third, and the third third. So I want to call some of you guys who called me. I want to find out what you're doing this weekend, and I am going to categorize you. First, second, or third, third. I want to see who's listening. Let's do this, Corey. Let's call the first one, Tom, in Chicago. Hello. Tom, John Taffer here. John, how are you? I'm doing good, buddy. You know, so we've been, uh, you're in, uh, let's see, you're in Chicago. Yes, sir. So we've been talking on in this week's podcast about uh, the holidays and social distancing and going inside, going outside. And what are you doing for the holiday? Sure. So for uh, the holiday, a couple of friends of mine and I are going to go up to uh, Lake Geneva, which is about an hour away from where we are. Yep. Um, there are plenty of outdoor activities, stuff like that out there. Um, and we're trying to kind of take advantage of something a little bit different you know typically we would be uh having like a party barbecuing you know typical fourth of july stuff yep um but obviously with restrictions on groups of people being able to gather at one time and and whatnot uh we figured it'd, it'd be a good opportunity to kind of get out and just try and enjoy the outdoors a little bit more yeah, and so- try and see uh Sorry, go ahead. So you're, you're adapting to the situation, but you still plan the fun weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, it's actually kind of a, uh, an interesting thing because uh, my friend and I both work in tech jobs. So we've been quarantining at home pretty much since, you know, March when all this broke out. Uh, and we're both going a little stir crazy. So we're taking the opportunity to... Uh, to kind of get outside to vacation just a little bit uh, and, you know, get get rid of the uh, cabin feeder, so to speak. I hear you. So, so you know, it's interesting. And uh, with with uh, everything going on, some people will go to a restaurant, but they'll only sit outside. They won't sit inside. Some people are okay going to a beach and, and are okay if there isn't social distancing and they're outside. Some people, if there's social distancing, they even want to do it outside. It's interesting how everybody has a slightly different twist on this. Would you, would you be wearing, wearing a mask if you were standing in front of a restaurant waiting to go in, Tom? Uh, it, so if I, if I went inside one, then, yeah, I'd probably put a mask on. They, a lot of uh, restaurants around here require that anyway. Yep. Uh, if I'm sitting outside... Uh, then no, personally, I don't think that would be necessary. You know, there's much more air circulation outside, so I don't think it's a problem. So I know Lake Geneva. It can be sort of crowded up there a little bit. If you find you're closer than six feet to strangers in in somewhat of a crowd, is that going to make you uncomfortable, or are you okay with that? Um, It's it's something I might try to work around a little bit. Like, I'm not going to you know, run into a crowd of like a hundred people if they're standing around, you know? Yep. Uh, but if it's say, you know, a restaurant patio and there's maybe 20 people outside, uh, am I going to feel uncomfortable sitting down and having a meal? Not personally. No. All right. So you were in the first third, buddy. You are, you're in that first third. How old are you? Can I ask Tom? Uh, yeah, I am 31. Gotcha. Well, you're in the first third. You're, you're pretty comfortable going out now. You're sort of comfortable being around other people. 
You might wear a mask, you might not, but you're in that first third that jumped in pretty quickly, buddy. So you should have an excellent holiday weekend, and, and thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, of course, man. Thank you so much for calling, and uh, stay well, and I'm looking forward to more episodes of your show when they uh, get on the air. Thank you, buddy. All right, Tom, clearly first third. He's 31 years old, but he's prepared to go out there, and what was interesting, Corey, is that if he's in a crowd – He's okay with it. He won't walk into the crowd. He won't initiate himself, but he's okay if he's in it. Right. And he won't wear a mask. And so that puts him in a first third to me. All right, let's let's go to the East Coast, Corey. Let's call Connecticut and try Kevin. Hello, this is Kevin. Kevin, John Taffer here. Hey, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you? Did I surprise you a little bit? A, a little bit, yeah. Good. Good. So we're talking on my podcast here, Kev, about uh, this weekend. And, you know, I've said on this podcast, if you listen, that I think a third of the population comes out right away during COVID when they can, when the regulations lift. A third of the population is going to wait a few weeks, right? They're the reserve third to see if if, uh, what happens, right, before they go out. And then the third third is the certain third, which is this third that's not going to go out until they know they're safe with the vaccine and treatments, et cetera. So, Kev, you're in Connecticut. By the way, I love Connecticut. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, where are you in Connecticut? Uh, Stanford. Oh, okay. Well, I have a lot of family in Stanford. Uh, and uh, uh, NBC has great production facilities in Stanford, too, talk show production facilities. It's a great city. So, question. What are you doing this weekend? Are you going out for the holiday? Are you staying home? Have you changed your plans? What are you doing? Uh, it's a very untraditional weekend. Normally, I love to uh, grill and barbecue and you know, have a beer. Uh, but, um, today was actually my first day back to work. Um, congratulations. So That's it, terrific. So you've yeah, been off I've about been out, 90 days. I've been out since, uh, my last day was March. I want to say 20th. Wow. Um, so I've been out of work. Um, I haven't been getting unemployment. Um, so it's, it's been difficult. Um, wow. Luckily, my my wife has been very understanding um, and a wonderful person, uh, but working, you know, uh, so today I went back. And so right now with the way everything is, I'll be going back to work and I'll be working uh, the full day because I don't have enough employees who are willing to come back to work right now. Gotcha. Because they're scared or because unemployment is too high? Uh, because unemployment is too high, actually. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. They, they get they get until August, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I understand what our government did. It was so noble. It was a great thing to do. So they supplemented everybody who had lost their jobs because of the pandemic so that they could survive. Now, website problems and administrative problems aside, because there's a lot of people who didn't get what they had coming to them for many reasons. Mm-hmm. But that aside, the amount of dollars that they gave them seemed appropriate at the time, but people don't want to come back to work. They're making the same money, in some cases, almost more money on unemployment. Uh, absolutely. Um, I have, so I offered first to my assistant manager. She didn't want to come back. I offered to my shift leads, I have five of them first. They didn't want to come back because they're making hundreds of dollars more a week um, than making minimum wage. Yeah. And I See, completely the, understand the, that. It's just, it's very difficult. Well, the government didn't do it right. There should have been some type of a regulatory issue in, in the PPP plan that if I asked an employee to come back and they don't come back, they lose that extra $600. 
Right. I completely yeah. agree. Yep. I I um, you know, was making about five hundred dollars the first two weeks, and then I got you know a, a little bit about a thousand dollars a week for about four weeks, and then suddenly um, when my company opened up um, in Utah, where where they're based. Um, for some reason, it reported that I went back to work and I stopped making unemployment. I filed appeals, but uh, there's no one to talk to. So I've yep. I've been out about eight thousand um, dollars. I I I can't even afford rent right now. Oh jeez. Well, let me ask you a question. Fantasize with me for a minute, so you can have some happy thoughts. Okay. Let's say yes, that sir. let's say that that uh, you had a few dollars in your pocket. You were going back to work Monday, and you were going to take July Fourth weekend off, and you were going to go enjoy. Would you go to a restaurant? Would you go out to a beach? Would you go to a crowded place? What is what is it that you're willing to do and not willing to do, Kev? Uh, I am not willing to go to a crowded place. Um, I have uh, a loved one who is more. I'll say, I guess I'm more. Uh, she's worried uh, more than I am. Um, so I definitely listen to my wife and just make sure that she's comfortable. Yeah. I will say that if anything, I would live what would be what was my best 4th of July, which is when I lived in New Jersey, uh, I did a, a 5K, but you were you know very far away from people. Um, I did a 5K and then we went to my parents' house, went in the pool, had gin and tonics, and then we actually dragged uh, lawn chairs out onto the sidewalks of the town we lived in and watched fireworks from a distance just out on the city street away from everyone. So what do you think, John, first, second, or third? Well, you know, I'm thinking about I'm trying to put you in the first third, second third, or third third, Kevin. I'm putting you in mm -hmm. second third. I'm guessing that if you see things go okay then over the next couple of weeks and there aren't surges and, and you see people wearing masks and acting responsibly, so responsibly, you'll start to go out, I'm guessing. Is that fair? Yes, sir. All righty. So we had first call was a one, right? Kevin is a two. Thank you, buddy. Congratulations on going back to work. You know, I want to tell you as, as your citizen brother here, you know, everybody has been through hell in this thing, but you know, the hell of not having the money to pay your rent is heavy. I get that. How do you go mm -hmm. to sleep at night not thinking about that and wake up every morning not thinking about that? These are difficult times psychologically. And we had Dr. Phil on this show weeks ago. And, and you know, the best thing that you can do is reach out to family, reach out to friends, do Zoom calls, do FaceTime, you know, talk to people, communicate as much as you can, buddy. And the good news is you go to back to work next week. So things should start to financially stabilize for you, Kev. And I hope it does, buddy. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yep. Be safe. Well, Kevin sort of fit that number two reserved, right? Yes. Seemed very, my two to two to three-ish. Yeah, maybe feel. two and a half or what do you think? Yeah. Yep. Yep. All righty. Let's take a, go back to a pretty conservative place. Let's go to Ames, Iowa and call Jeremy. Hello. Jeremy, John Taffer. How you doing, buddy? Good, John. How are you? I'm doing great. Okay, so you're in Iowa, right? Are you in Ames? 
Yep, Ames, Iowa. Okay, know it well. So we're doing something interesting on the podcast this week. So we've talked to people, uh, and I've been saying this for months, that one-third of the population comes out quickly during the pandemic when the restaurant's open and the bar's open. The second third is sort of reserved, hangs in there, doesn't go out so quickly. Maybe in a few weeks, if things look good, they might go out. And then the third third is the certain third who's not going anywhere until there's a vaccine and stuff. So I'm going to categorize you. I'm going to put you in the first, second, or third third. Jeremy, what do you do in July 4th weekend? July 4th weekend, um, my wife and I were intending on driving out to New Jersey to go see her family, but um, are on the fence, quite truthfully. Not sure if we're going to do it or not. Aha, uh-huh. how come? You worried about the surge out there? Or? Yeah, I think it's surging right now, it seems like. And um, quite truthfully, um, my wife is pregnant. We're expecting oh. a baby, and so I'm a little nervous about you know her being exposed uh, in that situation, you know. Yep, I don't blame you. I, I get it 100%. Well, then, this is, you're an easy one, buddy. You're a two. Because if you felt better about the surge and you knew everybody was wearing masks and things were, felt safer, you'd go, right? Absolutely, yeah. So you're not that I'm not leaving my house until next year when there's a vaccine, blah, 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 blah. So you fall into a two, which I'm finding, Corey, most of our audience seems to fall into a two. They're yeah. not jumping in right away, but they're being a little mm-hmm. reserved about it. How's the vibe there, Jeremy? Do you, does it feel in Ames like uh, we're starting to come out of this a little? Are people still freaking out? What do you think? Yeah, John. John, honestly, it's been very surreal. Um, it doesn't seem like uh, anybody's been super concerned about it here in Ames, Iowa, um, being a smaller city and everything. I just think people have been extremely uh, open to going outside. Um, I've, I've actually seen a lot of people at the grocery stores and shops the restaurants opened up um obviously they're doing kind of a six feet yep. um you know separation but uh for the most part i mean other than servers wearing masks nobody really wears masks and, and things really? kind of seem to be uh pretty pretty open um now that being said we are experiencing a surge even in our county yeah. right now and yep. i've heard the, the city the mayor talking about maybe having a little bit more restrictions now um since we've kind of been so open the last two weeks so um, yeah, so it's, it's also up in the air, quite truthfully. Yeah. So if you went to a supermarket, what percentage of customers are wearing masks now, would you guess? I would say about 50%. About half. Huh. Now, I have friends who are on Long Island that are out in the Hamptons, and, and they're telling me about 80%, 90% of everybody's wearing masks on the street out there. It's, a, it's interesting to see how different societies and different groups of people are reacting differently. Listen, Jeremy, have a great 4th of July. Congratulations on, on your new baby coming. What's the delivery date? actually uh christmas day is what we've been told so wow baby that's awesome you realize how much money that's going to save you over the years with birthday presents and christmas <laughs> presents that's a great score man i mean we should all do that hey not to mention your family too <laughs> that's right you saves you money too yeah, double, double header. <laughs> anyway take care jeremy stay safe buddy awesome thanks john have a good day well jeremy isn't going anywhere but he has a baby coming i understand that you know, Kevin in Connecticut, he's he's going to go out and still be with some friends. And Joe is, is driving upstate, and he's going to the lakes, and he's going to party and have a great time. And, you know, this is America's birthday. This is a holiday that's very important to us. Think about this. July 4th, we get a couple of days off in the summertime. It's swim time. It's beach time. It's hot. It's beautiful. Memorial Day isn't quite like this, is it? Because no. it's not quite summertime yet. Right. Labor Day, uh, not the same. School has already started for a lot of people. College has already started. Uh, it's not the same thing. Yeah. July 4th is really special. It's our summer holiday. Mm-hmm. And it's you all, get to blow stuff up. 
And you get to do fireworks <laughs> and blow stuff up, which I know you love, Corey. You guys go out in the desert and go fucking oh, nuts, yeah, don't you? Of course. <laughs> Great thing about living in Las Vegas, and Corey has a big uh, a four-wheel drive pickup truck. You load that sucker up, you can go out in the desert. There's no trees to burn down. There's, right, there's, yeah. <laughs> it's just dirt. <laughs> just dirt. You can shoot off anything you want. So, you know, this is America's birthday. And at a time like this, I know it's a difficult time, but let me suggest a different view for a moment. We might be seeing democracy work in a way. If these riots and these demonstrations simmer down and policy change happens and in a few months society gets back to normal, this is what we do. This is what America is. You know, there's ugly moments in a democracy because representing and protecting everyone isn't easy. And there's always a loser on this deal. There's always that person who doesn't get the job or that person who didn't have the same economic opportunities that we did. So there's always these injustices I'm not saying we should ever accept them because we shouldn't. But we try our best as a society. So how about this as a viewpoint? For all the dirtbags, there's somebody special too. And I bet there's more special people in America than there are dirtbags. That's why I believe in us. That's why I believe in you. That's why I believe that this is going to pass. And I believe that we will pull together after this and there will be reforms and changes that'll make all of us in different communities within our society feel that we got something out of this and that we're in a better place when it ends. Talk to you next week. Subscribe to the John Tapper podcast right now for more episodes every Thursday.